0: After the man had explained that he was in his anxiety hole, the passerby jumped down into the hole with him. What are you doing? the man asked. Now we're both in this hole. The passerby then said, It's okay, I've been here before and I know how to get out. Hello and welcome to this episode of Overcoming Anxiety with Dawn Morgan. Good afternoon. Good evening or good morning to you all. What is anxiety? The dictionary describes it as a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease about something with an uncertain outcome, or a strong desire or concern to do something or for something to happen, or a feeling of stress, panic, or fear that can affect your everyday life physically and psychologically. Or a feeling of uneasiness and worry, usually generalised and unfocused as an overreaction to a situation that is only subjectively seen as menacing. Interesting, isn't it? There's a lot of different takes on anxiety, but what we do know is it can really mess with our lives. But anxiety is a normal human reaction to various situations. It's our internal alarm bell. It's there to remind us about things we need to do. A little voice or conscience about our to-do list or to warn us of something that doesn't feel right or look right or sound right. Our intuition is triggered in some way. The reason we wake in the night and remember something important, something keeping us awake, and when we finally get back to sleep we've forgotten it again in the morning. So the anxiety is triggered again, trying to remember what we had not remembered or we had remembered. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) It all gets really confusing. It's a vicious cycle of anxiety when we're remembering things that must be done and anxiety when we cannot remember our thoughts or our list or our must-do items. So we have anxiety when we do remember, we have anxiety when we don't remember and it just keeps going around in circles And some people have a more sensitive anxiety trigger. Some are able to ignore it or or calm their anxiety voice. Others are triggered by theirs. When our anxiety is activated in a normal way, it really helps us focus on the problem or the perceived problem. It can cause worry and stress and usually calms down once the issue has been dealt with. But when you're not in a stressful situation and you still feel worried or panicky, that's when anxiety can really become a problem. A simple everyday example. If you suddenly remember an appointment that your subconscious mind has brought to your attention, you know that time when something just pops in, it just, it just appears it, or it, it, it seems to appear out of nowhere. It's a completely normal, regular event in many people's lives. We all have appointments for one thing or another. Uh, If you suffer, though, with high levels of anxiety, this becomes something more than just a reminder. You may feel anxious. You get a jolt of fear or panic that you've forgotten something. It's really strong. You are compelled to quickly act on it by checking your diary you see that you have missed the appointment so get an overwhelming feeling of anxiety coupled with agitation or irritation or failure or any number of unpleasant strong emotions this then leads you to continue to berate yourself about it and the anxiety just gets worse until it is all encompassing and coupled with a sense of not being good enough I've been a complete failure and this just takes over does this sound familiar? this was me many years ago Thankfully, no more, but I still remember it. On the other hand, you discover that you haven't missed the appointment so you can relax because it's in the future. It only brings temporary relief, though, until your anxiety shows up again, reminding you of the very real possibility that you could miss it if you're not on your game completely. So again, even though you haven't missed it, and everything appears fine, you're again compelled to take some sort of action because your anxiety is still still there. It's still telling you that maybe you'll miss it. So you make sure it's in your diary, it's in your phone, and you set all these alarms. Again, this was me. and And actually, I'm still rather thorough about appointments. But whichever situation you find yourselves in, And, you know, everyone does it. Our subconscious reactions are taking control and we are reacting to them, whether we want to or not. And this is where it really becomes a problem. It affects our lives. It just feels like we're not in control. So do you recognise any of the following? Feeling nervous, on edge or panicky all the time? Feeling overwhelmed or full of dread? feeling out of control, you're having trouble sleeping, you're feeling tense or have a low appetite, you're finding it difficult to concentrate or you're irritated, tired and grumpy. Is your heart beating really fast or thinking you're having a heart attack? That can certainly happen if it's an extreme situation. What about having a dry mouth or you're trembling or having wobbly legs, feeling faint even, or stomach cramps, diarrhoea, Sweating? Getting very hot? What if you worry all the time and it causes you great distress? Does your worrying affect your daily life, including school, your job and your social life? Are you feeling restless or getting tired easily? For me, anxiety felt as if everyone in the world was waiting for me to trip up so that they could laugh at me. It made me feel Nervous and unsure and whether what I was doing or whatever I was planning on doing was the best way forward or whether there was a better option. It led me to evaluating thousands of possibilities with a constant what-if mindset that kept me stuck, afraid to make a decision in case it was wrong. Anxiety can show up when we least expect it or be a regular occurrence. We may feel anxiety in some situations, but in others we feel calm and relaxed. When we look at the way to overcome anxiety, it isn't about deleting anxiety from your life. Anxiety can be helpful and welcome. It's about reducing the unhelpful, life-limiting, debilitating anxiety and replacing it with helpful, welcome anxiety that gently reminds you of your to-do list or your deadlines or just keeps you moving in your desired direction. How many times have you been told to think positively, snap out of it, calm down or something similar? Anxiety, the debilitating kind, is is something that you can only truly understand when you've lived it, experienced its overwhelming power and intrusion into your life. When it is just there, all of the time, like a ticking time bomb ready to explode when you least expect it or need it. Because of this unpredictability, we avoid situations, avoid experiences, become wary, constantly looking for possible triggers. Effectively, we stop living. And we are told by so many professionals that it is part of us and will be for the rest of our lives. It is who we are. It won't go away. It just needs to be managed. We just need to find the right coping mechanisms. I believe this too until I didn't. I'm not a doctor or psychologist, but I have overcome anxiety myself and have helped many others do so. Understanding about how our anxiety is triggered, what reactions our body has to either real or perceived threats, how we can educate our subconscious minds to assess situations in a more helpful way, all help to reduce and eventually remove the debilitating, overwhelming, life-destroying anxiety that many people suffer. Imagine yourself in a room, there doesn't seem to be any windows or doors, you feel trapped, there's no way out, you feel anxious, it grows and grows to overwhelming levels, you suddenly see someone in the distance, over the other side of this huge room, they're approaching you, your anxiety is even more active, what do they want, why are they coming, who are they, you feel fear, you can't think. That in itself is pretty scary. They come and sit near you and tell you that they have been in this room for a very long time. This anxiety room. They understand where you are and they can help you. You feel a slight sense of relief but are still a little bit anxious. They start to tell you how they manage their anxiety, the coping mechanisms they have, what to do, how to distract yourself, how to live with it, how to change your life to accept it and be able to live in this anxiety room or anxiety world. Now, many people settle for this. They just want to cope, just want to get through the day. I believe, though, that many others want to get out of that room. They want to get out and firmly close and lock the doors to that room once and for all. That's what I wanted too. I didn't want coping mechanisms. I wanted solutions. I wanted to be free from that room, to escape it. There's a well trodden metaphor which is extremely useful to demonstrate this. So a man finds himself in a deep hole in the street. It's too deep to climb out of, and the sides are vertical and slippery. He calls for help and a well meaning passerby stops when they hear his pleas. I'm stuck in a hole, please help me. Feeling sorry for the man, they look around and see a shovel and a bucket. They throw them down to the man and tell him to dig himself out, then go on their way. The man cannot dig himself out and the shovel only makes the hole bigger and deeper, and he just sinks into a deeper, darker level he calls out again this time a psychiatrist hears his cries and stops to help here take this it will help with your pain and throws him some medication thanks said the man but when the drugs ran out he was still in the hole he calls out again and this time a psychologist stops when he hears his cry and asks him how did you get there were you born there did your parents put you there Tell me about yourself, it will alleviate the sense of loneliness. The man talked for him, with him for an hour, but the psychologist had to leave. He told the man he would be back next week. The man thanked him, but he was still in the hole. Next, a priest stopped when he heard the man's cries. The priest gave him a Bible and prayed for him. The man was grateful and had something to read but he was still in the hole. When he had become exhausted with crying out for some help, a passerby stopped at the hole and asked him what was wrong. After the man had explained that he was in his anxiety hole, the passerby jumped down into the hole with him. What are you doing? The man asked, now we're both in this hole. The passerby then said, it's okay, I've been here before. And I know how to get out. Now there are many people who have had general anxiety disorder, OCD, PTSD, CPTSD and other anxiety related conditions that have overcome, escaped and found a way out of that hole for good. The first step to overcoming anxiety is to start to believe that it's possible. Do you. Thank you for listening to today's show. Please follow or subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they're available. Whilst you are there, please also comment and review as it helps me and other listeners know what is good and what is not. If you would like to get in touch, feel free to reach out to me via the contact details in my show notes or through Facebook at Finding Freedom Club.